0: here today and uh, well all the time really to talk about the world of investing finance and retirement and Nathan, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm doing great. doing really good. Excited. We, you know, just about got blown away this week or floated away with all the rain and everything, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, at the, time the, of, at the time of this
0: taping, yeah, it's been a lot of rain, hasn't
1: it? There has. Yeah, there has. So it's uh, it's been crazy lately. But anyway, we've got the boats in already here in the oh, parking well, lot, so we're good to go. <laughs> oh,
0: well, hey, a boat in a parking lot. Nothing says, nothing says country living like a boat in a parking lot. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's what I'm saying right there. So, well, oh, listen, we, we're doing our podcast now as uh, as you might have guessed, if you're yeah. listening to this. Of course, yeah. uh, you can find this on financialanswer.com. That's where you can reach out to him online or call him at 855-51-COACH. He's a registered investment advisor and a chartered retirement planning counselor. I want to go through some questions that um, really people should be asking when they sit down with an advisor, Yeah, but, but no, a lot no, of people right. don't, right?
1: Yeah, they don't know what to ask. They just kind of, kind of the deer in the headlights look and just a lot of times yeah. they'll just turn over their statements and say, what should I do, you know? Here. Um, yeah, that's right. So here, you fix this. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, there's some good things that we're going to cover with this. I'm excited about it.
0: It'll, it'll be good. Well, I think people probably ask the same two or three or four questions, right? It's probably those ones that always come up when you see people. So hopefully these yeah. are going to be a couple different ones that you need to think about. Right. But before we do that on our podcast, uh, let's turn to our headlines in the news extra extra read all about it so our topic this week for in the news nathan is going to be uh, really around tax reform right so it got passed obviously yeah. last year yeah. last year, uh, right. and we're now just you know people are now starting to actually file right uh, so uh-huh. you know their, their first returns on the new scheme how much of a difference positive or negative uh, do you see it making for people or have you seen anything yet
1: yeah, so it depends, you know, that's a good question. And I think I have seen people posting on social media that they didn't get as much of a refund as they did the previous year. Really? Okay. okay. Yeah, but but then I just chimed in the other day and I asked the question, "Well, did you get a raise? Did you adjust how much your employer was withholding out of your paycheck? Uh-huh. You know, And they were like, yeah, I'm, I'm making like $200 more a month than I was. And I'm like, well, that's where it that's went. Where to, know? Yeah. You just weren't holding it out. It's not as much of a refund maybe in this case. It just depends on what you did with your employer. And a lot of employers actually took the time to sit down with the employees and make those adjustments. And so you were making more every single paycheck last year. Yeah. So you may not get a larger refund. If you didn't make adjustments, then you're going to get a huge refund (laughs) this time because the taxes are much less for everybody across the board, not just the wealthy, not just the poor. It's basically for everybody across the board, there was a tax cut. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it looks... It looks positive, and I think people are going to see that, especially if they didn't make an adjustment.
0: Now, for your own potential or clients that you currently uh, work with, have you seen anyone yet coming back in? I know a lot of times for retirees who uh, have done a good job saving no. for retirement, they're yeah. waiting to file till the last minute a lot of they times. They do, yeah. and
1: most of my clients, I usually advise my clients to wait until after March, okay. um, yeah. just simply because investment companies, especially with mutual funds, mm-hmm. they can send out 1099 and all of these, you know, composite forms and everything for taxes, but they always have the nice little uh, statement attached to it that. You know, we could modify this and amend this within Uh, the next thirty days. uh, So, so I always tell people just wait until the you know March, maybe even the middle of March before they file because things can change. Then you got to go back in, make an amendment, and cost you
0: more. So, well, there's a pro uh, tip for you here on the podcast (laughs) that uh, they can always come back in and do a little amendment there. Yeah, they can.
1: And if you invest in mutual funds, that's pretty common, pretty typical with what you see. So, yeah, just
0: uh, just be aware of that. Just be aware of that. Well, that's our news for this week here on. On the podcast this is the financial answer you're listening to and uh, we'll be right back here in just a quick second we're going to talk more about uh, our confidence corner this week i like money i like knowing that i have it it's time for the confidence corner so we try to do things a little different here on the podcast we have these little uh, interludes like you just heard bringing us back into our topic this week our big topic really is going to be uh, a series over the next couple of podcasts here with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien and Associates about questions you should ask, but a lot of people don't. So I've got a list here, Nathan, and over the next, like I said, two three podcasts, we're going to cover some of these. But okay. we'll, we'll kick things off yeah. this week with I'm going to ask a question that sounds a little strange. <laughs> I'm going to okay. let you elaborate on <laughs> okay. it. Okay, um, all right. But here's one that maybe you should ask. Okay, okay. how much are my tax deferred savings? Going to cost me in taxes. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) yeah. So so you're talking
1: about basically 401k and IRA, uh, you know, contributions that we make, savings that we have. Yeah. So all of those are tax deferred, and we do pay taxes on those at some point, and Mm -hmm. and that's what a lot of people fail to think about. Um, You end up saving. A ton of money in your four hundred and one k throughout right. your life. A lot of people do.
0: Well, we're be, it's beating our head to do that. It is. Yeah.
1: yeah, it is, and it's so easy because our employer just automatically takes it out, and they match a lot of times, and you get some free free money that way. It's so a it's good awesome. idea. I mean, you should definitely yeah. be doing it. Yeah, it is. It is, and so the key is just when you're doing retirement planning to make sure that you take into consideration that all of that money is not yours. You know, especially <laughs> You've if got it's a four hundred and one k. Don't you? <laughs> you do. I'm gonna say I don't there. Know. That I would call him a little. You don't friend. call him a little friend. I, okay. No, he's 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 about an enemy Uh-oh. sometimes.
0: So. <laughs> he's waiting but, for his share. That's
1: right. He is. He definitely has his hand out for for this uh, tax for these tax dollars, and so it depends on you know what your tax bracket is on how much of that money is yours but that's where a lot of people just fail to plan for this so you may during your working career you may be in a 25 30 35% tax bracket I don't know it's it, everybody's different for that but then when you're taking money out you know what are the tax brackets we can't see the future okay we don't know what they are so we base it off of today but today is really, really low historically, right, Mark? I mean, right. that's just something that we're, you know. I mean, we've the, seen
0: it's. I mean, I've heard it said, and that it may be the lowest we probably see moving forward in the rest of our lifetime. You know, yeah, a, I,
1: I would agree with I that. Don't know how we can um,
0: look at the go to the debt clock and you'll see why, right? <laughs>
1: that's true. So I think you know, I think that tax rates will go up in the future. We don't know when, but I think there's a really good chance that they're going to go up. So that's got to be considered in your planning, yeah. in your retirement plan that, hey, maybe halfway through your retirement, maybe tax rates double. What happens, you know, in that case? And well, if, you're, if that, you're just
0: now hitting retirement, I'm sorry, Nathan, to cut you no, off, but no, if you're that's good. if you're heading into retirement here within the next few years, let's say you're a pre-retiree or just retired, I mean, the odds are pretty good. You're talking 20, 30 years of retirement. There's a real that's good true. chance yeah. that you're going to see the rates go up. Yeah. I
1: mean, you know, even if Trump gets reelected, then, you know, the tax rate are going to be at nine years. Yeah, I was, uh, you was know, it 28 20, 20, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it is. It's so uh, basically the next... I don't know if it's 2028. It may be. I, I can't, can't remember. remember but the paper, I think that's yeah. that's close to that. But you know, they're in stone basically until then. Now, if someone else, you know, a different party or whatever gets elected, then they can change. Or even yep. even if a Republican gets elected, they can still change. Okay, yep. so there's no there's no guarantee that they're going to last that long. Typically, with every president, we see tax law changes.
0: You know, um, actually, you saying that made me kind of want to veer off for just a second, since we can do that now. We're on a podcast, so we yeah, don't have to- that's true. We don't have to adhere to the radio format so much if a Republican gets elected. So, you know, most of the time is when you have the incumbent president, uh, no one runs against them. Right. They're they're kind of set to run uh, to the next time. But it's curious to see with all the uh, and I'm not going to get political here on our podcast, but be would be curious to see if there's a bit more of a challenge from from some other people on the Republican side. Yeah. Uh, And who knows? But But to your point, that could affect things.
1: Yeah, it can. Trump is so extreme, I think with his personality that they probably will have someone else. I don't know. I yeah, mean, who his knows? We'll his approval out. ratings uh the other day were were higher than they've ever been, like 52% or something, which was crazy. I mean, I haven't seen it that high. So I don't know. I don't know. I, we're not getting into politics. Well, but, uh, I, I
0: heard but, a, I heard a good saying for that, for, for that Nathan. When it comes to your taxes and figuring out whether or not you need to plan correctly for taxes in retirement, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, whether uh, you're Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, or Vegetarian. That's <laughs> right. You need to think about what's, how it's going to affect you. You've
1: got to. And that's tax-deferred
0: true. savings are going to cost you down the way if you're not yeah. careful.
1: Yeah, they will. And so that's why, you know, especially if you're, let's say, you know, under 50 and you're saving for retirement, it's a great idea to, you know, put some money in a Roth, in a Roth 401k or in a Roth IRA and pay the taxes now because, you know, like we've been talking about, they're lower than they've been and probably lower than you're going to see the rest of your life. So pay the tax bill now and then all that growth that you have in the future is tax free so don't save everything through a tax deferred 401k save some through uh, an after tax yeah. like you know roth option that you have either 401k or individual
0: well and account. roth has been very popular this last 18 24 months or so people yeah, asking questions about it doing has. a conversion uh, not only contributing to a roth but actually just doing a conversion from the yeah. traditionals.
1: yeah that's something that we look at quite often and you know a lot for a lot of people that have been saving big chunks of money through their 401k and they've got a lot of money in that then yes it does make a difference and um, you can do that conversion pay the tax rates at a lower rate now and you don't have to worry about a 40 50 sixty thousand dollar required distribution yeah um, you know that you would have at 70 and a half which is all taxable at Right point.
0: Yeah. Well, those RMDs, I mean, if you're not careful, if you're not looking at it the right way, it can be a WMD to your retirement (laughs) plan, right? (laughs) Yes,
1: it can. It can blow it all up. So It can. It can. uh, Whether it's the
0: penalty if you forget to take it or just the fact that it could kick you into a higher tax bracket, lots of reasons why you consider that. Well, that was part one of questions you should be asking your advisor but often are not. Continue to listen to our podcast moving forward. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll continue to talk about this conversation as well as some other things as well. But if you have questions or concerns and you need to get started now, uh, feel free to share this podcast with uh, your friends and family, but also just give Nathan a call or share the number if you need to. It's 855-51-COACH. That is 855-51-COACH to talk directly with Nathan and get yourself a uh, on the calendar to have a conversation, or again, go to the website, thefinancialanswer.com. Uh, That's thefinancialanswer.com, and share the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, uh, all those various things coming down the way. All right, let's check the mailbag and see what we got. You've got mail. So a good question this week for you, Nathan, that has yeah. come in to us is from Miss Charlotte. And, uh, and Charlotte's there in Jackson and says, Nathan, I'm retiring in the latter half of the year. Don't ask me to tell you exactly when, but I'm not <laughs> sure. Sure. Amazingly, no, she, she says. What <laughs> that's what she says. She says, "Amazingly, yeah. I'm going to have 16 weeks of unused vacation wow. and sick leave. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That they have awesome. to pay me. Now, I've been told from the company that I can take this all in one lump at my final paycheck, mm-hmm. or continue to be paid on my normal schedule every two weeks for a few months after I retire. Pros or cons to either or? Does it matter which one I do?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Charlotte. Since you don't know the exact uh, date of your retirement, especially if you know, I mean, that's. Basically four months of time. So if you end up retiring, yeah, later. If you end up retiring later in the year, let's say October, then it would be better maybe to uh, delay that payment until the first of the year, if you can, just to help your tax bracket be a little bit less, um, pay a little bit less in taxes. You really, you know, maybe if they don't give you that as an option, maybe then take that, um, you know, them paying you every two weeks, just like your paycheck is now, um, because you're still gonna you're going to draw it out over that 4 month time frame and pay less taxes. A lot of people make that mistake of, you know, retiring and working all year, making all this extra income, you know, from overtime or whatever if you have that, and then the final month you get a bonus because you've worked there for 25 years and and all these things and so then that can kick you up into a higher tax bracket and that's not really what people think about ahead of time and that's not what you would want if you thought about it so uh, make sure that you just you know as you're choosing that date play with those numbers a little bit see what works out best and just think about taxes we've always got to think about that even though they're low now Mm -hmm. you still don't want to have it jump into a higher bracket so great question, Charlotte. Thank you for the, the email.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, a lot of people do run into that situation. Uh, not everybody is uh, lucky enough to have their company, you know, do all of that. Uh, sometimes it's oh, right. like use it or lose it, you know, like you have <laughs> one true. calendar year. So <laughs> yeah. uh, kudos to the company for doing that and yeah. to Charlotte as well. So there you go. That's our email question this week on the podcast. So we appreciate your time and uh, we're going to sign off for this week, but don't forget to tune in next time here on the podcast. We're going to continue on with our series on questions you should ask your advice. Advisor, but most people don't with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien and Associates here on the Financial Answer Podcast. And Nathan, thanks for your time, buddy.
1: Yeah, thank you. Great show. I'm looking forward to doing these. I, I like the podcast format, so I hope all of our listeners do as well.
0: There's some free reign in there. We can do a, a, a few more things. So we'll, <laughs> we'll have try. some fun with it. Hey, don't forget, if you do have some questions, please, before you you know take any action, make sure you always check with a qualified financial professional like Nathan O'Brien at O'Brien and Associates, 855-51-COACH. If you have questions, you need to get answered right away. Make sure you tune in for more on the Financial Answer Podcast. We'll be back the next time right here with Nathan O'Brien. We'll see you later. O'Brien and Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.